internet, and welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space. Can't see me, Matt Pat. Who? Anyway, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so called Game Theory, and that's how he starts it off. He goes, hello, internet, and welcome to blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I digress. My name is Doc, and as always, I'm with my intrepid co-hosts, Krug. I'm Krug, baby. And Indigo. <laughs> I'm Indigo, and I'm not going to be that excited. And we are here to bring you the news for outer space with like rock opera sounding voices and shit. That's okay. not okay. We're doing this. <laughs> I thought we were doing sing songy kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, you can if you want to sound like a total pleb. We can't have fun anymore, can we? No, nope. no, nope, not with crew. This is all business. You gotta be, you gotta be so business, boring. business, don't you? Business. Don't you? Uh, see, anyway. I thought we were all about the, that pleasure. What about the D? Uh, <laughs> we've already started off on the bad foot. Take it where it was destined to go. To <laughs> Every week, we bring you the news and views from all around the planet Nexus from Wildstar Online. And as always, we do a little like recap. Gentlemen, Indigo, let's start off with you. How was your week? Uh, my week was uh, chilling. Uh, I've uh, been playing a ton of different games, just just playing games and been working at the new job. So that's about it. Oh, got to see, uh, what did we see? We saw a movie yesterday. What was that movie? Um, Krampus? Yeah, yeah Krampus. I, Krampus. I enjoyed it immensely. Krug, on the other hand, hated it. I but didn't hate it. I just thought it was garbage. That's kind of what... Well, anyway, I mean, do you love garbage? Yes. No, there are redeeming qualities in garbage. Like Anyways, what? that was my one. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that fucking <clears throat> Krug. How was your week? My week was pretty shitty, uh, because I was sick. And if you understand the kind of, yeah, I was gonna say if you understand the kind of sick that I was undergoing, you'll realize that my week was kind of shitty was a pun. Uh, because I was shitting a bunch. Um so I didn't really go to work, I didn't really play games, I just kinda laid in bed on uh what was it, Wednesday and Thursday, or Thursday and Friday. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, over the weekend, we had a big game night yesterday, which was really fun, uh, along with going to the movies, and I pretty much woke up at, like, 2 o'clock and then went over to game night, so I didn't really do much other than that. Uh, and then today, I'm going to be playing some Vigima games with my friends. So, uh, as Chet has recognized, uh, Indigo oh, wait, has an amazing stop, 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 stop. I was going to say, you know, it looks like Doc looks really fucking weird out of here. <laughs> I was going to say, as... Indigo has a great beard. Well, oh, oh, I get it. <laughs> we'll be fixed. <laughs> I, I myself uh, had a pretty decent week, like, work-wise, and then I realized, I, I, I was talking to a friend, he's like, I don't really see you play games anymore lately. I'm like, well, I'm starting up a new business, and I don't keep the same hours I used to, so I don't really play games right now, and I kind of miss it, and I realized I just need to work through some things and, like, rearrange my gaming habits and maybe find a raiding guild that's open in the mornings instead of at night and make some changes so I can adjust to my, my lifestyle currently. So, I mean, I haven't played a whole lot. I s borrowed my friend's copy of Arkham Knight. And Which, again, some of that. is a good game. I'm just saying. Batmobile all the time. Batmobile platforming. What the crap. It's innovative. Also, look. <laughs> no, it's not. Running somebody over at 200 miles an hour, they're dead. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna reiterate that you Batman have Batman kills buddy in this game. Batman electrical force field around you, so it's not. Yes. I mean, yes. This is why Batman's a shitty superhero. Whoa, whoa! Q Times does not endorse that <laughs> at all. That's being a shitty superhero. Uh, but I, we're here to talk about sci-fi and awesomeness, not shitty superheroes. 
Whoa. So, calm let's fuck get down, bro. <laughs> Always never liked that cat character. Anyway, let's get on with the strange tales from the week. Going rock opera. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, I want you to stop so bad. <laughs> anyway, there is an onslaught of pets and mounts coming from to Wildstar Online. And there's something interesting about this. They will give you the option, if I'm not mistaken, to make them account bound. Yes, for more money. For more money. This is kind of <laughs> expected them to take. And I'm not upset about it personally. What do you guys think about this? Uh, Krug, I have more I have more passionate feelings about it. So why don't you go for it? <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of what we called, right? Like they're gonna say, okay, you can buy this and make it account bound, but it's more money. Like it was kind of expected from, I think, all three of us and probably the community at large. Um, I will say I've done a lot more research into, uh, like, prices for these kinds of cosmetic things and other MMOs that are free to play. And it doesn't seem that far-fetched, actually, um, now that I look at the rest of it. What, what other games? I don't recall names off the top of my head, but I had a spreadsheet going. Um, <laughs> of course you do. I mean, I can open it and show it to everybody, but I think they'd be super bored by it. Uh, and actually, I think it was just numbers. I don't think there were any names of games in there. But, um, yeah, it kind of caught me by surprise that that was a general thing. I know last time we talked about this, we were talking about how WoW basically has these prices. And I was saying, oh, they're, they're going to kind of shoot themselves in the foot by uh, approaching it the same way WoW approaches it. Because WoW is a large repair place and blah, blah, blah. But maybe it's the right way to do it, I guess. Uh, it kind of sucks because I'm never going to I'm never gonna be... I'm, I'm never going to pay those prices whether they're counted or not. Um, so... I mean, that sucks for me, but uh, I guess if, if, they're, if it works for them, it works for them, you know? If, if they're continuing the trend of discounts and sales that happen constantly, I could see the the account-bound single-use prices being a lot different. I'm not in love with the fact that they just decided to go for two different options, but it does make some sense where there's some people like, you know what, I only ever play one character, I have a main that everything goes on, I just really want it for that. And other people go, you know what, I'll pay the extra bit. For everyone to have access to it, and only works, if I'm not mistaken, for your server. So you can't buy the little raptor on entity on your NA account and expect it to be there for yeah. your account. Right so now, so, right now, that's mind. the case. Not server. It's it's region. region locked. The region locked. Region yeah. locked. Yeah. Not server locked. If you can go between like uh, Warhound and and and. Uh, Entity. Entity, yeah. Yeah. And uh, It is not a small increase. It's a fairly large increase. I think chat was saying it's almost up to like 75% increase. In yeah, it's, coin it's, it's not a marginal increase by any stretch of the imagination. It, it, it's, it's, it, so for the first uh, pet, it goes from 790 to 1380. Ugh. Yeah. Get wrecked. And I know some people say, well, they're just, my, they're just pixels. And World of Warcraft charges X25 for a thing as well. But yes, but... Doesn't just because Blizzard is doing it for their well-known IP doesn't mean every other game has to do it. I'm not saying Wildstar is a little known. It's just any other game tries to compete with those prices, and it just doesn't make sense. I mean, at least at least from my personal standpoint, I, it, I'm, it, it I'm also maybe, looks like mounts are the same. It goes from 790 to 1380. Yeah, yeah. That's and mounts make a better case than pets do, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, having paying more for account bound mounts is a better idea than account bound pets, but. It's still a lot of money, and it's 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 the same price to get one of those pets. I think for your entire account, 
than it is to uh, spend the money for a month of, of signature status. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think I've. It's pretty. I think rough. I've kind of given up hope on the on the transactions in WildStar. Like, I don't think I'm going to be participating in the the cash shop thing at this point. It doesn't, no, it doesn't appeal to me. It's too much money. I can't no, give them that much I, money. I have, I, and I've, I've, I've taken that a little step further, is not only am I not going to be buying anything on, on that, I'm also uh, removing my signature status because it's like I'm not getting anything. Like The things that I get with my signature status is the fact that I get to be social, which is just supposed to be a social game. And if you hinder your social aspects behind a paywall and then well, it doesn't, make all of these assets it doesn't hinder them completely like no, I, not, I, don't, I have no need hinders, to start a guild it hinder means it, it sure okay, okay or okay. difficult doesn't yeah. mean it gets rid of it fair, fair, hinder. Fair. uh um and then you're and then and then oh we're gonna also <coughs> shop that you get no sort of benefit from it so i i don't know i, I i'm kind of stepping away from and putting money into wildstar at the moment but we're also talking about just the end coin option. If I'm not mistaken, all the pets and mounts do have a uh, Omnibit price as well. Yes. So please keep that in mind. Yep. We're talking about the physical money transaction. We're not talking about the entire price for it. I mean, honestly, Omnibits never really had an issue with them. Yeah. And if Omnibits you get them all Omnibits, yeah, no, go for it. Yeah. Totally, 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 totally fine in my mind. So those are there. They're not limited time offers. They're not uh, limited time availability for them. So if you really want to check out these pets, they're really fun pets. As you've noticed that as the game has gone on, their animation and the team has gotten so much better. Go for it. Get it. Little Hoop. You have an altered Ichthian. You have a, a little mini Dawn Grazer. And then also a little Saurian, which is pretty awesome too. So there is that. You Give know, a shot. I see all these cash shop updates. I want to see a content update. <laughs> it's, com it's coming soon. It's coming soon. They need to get the end game for the cash shop where it needs to be first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the raid of the cash shop. Depending on how much money they make on the cash shop depends on how good the end game is. Oh, like that. Oh, that sounds disgusting. No, no, no. What's going to happen is they're going to like they're. They're going to slowly introduce items that cost more and more and more, and then eventually there'll be, like, an item that costs a thousand real dollars, and it'll be, like, create a part of Wildstar! Create a zone for us in housing! We'll put it in the, in the game! And it's going to be, like, oh, that's the endgame cash-up content, lol, lol, lol. But this is the thing. We keep we joke about that, but we on a regular basis say, look, you've got so many talented people in housing. Why don't you have them make parts of the game? Like that would reduce oh, costs. Oh, we're gonna get into a little bit of that a little later. It would reduce so much oh, cost. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That. All right, keep going. <sighs> if you've been logging on every day, you'll probably get to about day seventy, and you get to reward yourself with the Chompy Disguise Kit. And literally, you just turn into Chompy. They have a protostar <laughs> one. You get eaten by the Snarflings, and now you can be a Chompacabra. I would, I, I would love this to be a Gimpacabra, but I'll take a Chompacabra. It sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> it's fucking adorable. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. Just a quick little update on your daily stuff. So remember to keep logging in if you really want to get all these really cool, fun stuff. So do that. Speaking of more stuff, we need to know about, and uh, for some of us, it's time to nap. Is back. So we didn't get the questions that people Where's were asking. Happy time glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't get the uh, the answers to the questions people were asking. That's coming up a little later. Yes. But we did get an enemies and allies update. This time showcasing Deadeye Brightland for the Exiles and Mondo Zax for the Dominion. And really, it's it's a really fun. It's just it's just like Axis Phaedra and um, what's her name? Ifrit Darkos. You figure out how old they are, and surprisingly, Mondo Zax is not that old. I would have figured Chua had a longer lifespan. He's only like in his forties, 
That's just a random, unnecessary note, but it's kind of cool. And if you've been playing throughout the game, Deadeye's story is probably the most fleshed out for characters that I can think of off the top of my head. You literally play through with him for the first two or three starting zones on the, on the Exile side if you go through the first two zones for them. And I think Indigo's actually asleep. I, I literally think he's asleep. Yeah, I, I would not doubt it. He does that on a regular basis. So I personally love the lore stuff, especially from Lormageddon. But they, the questions people have been asking from the community will be showing up soon, which is not in this update. But go check it out. Their update to the ex enemies and allies list. Hey, you know how you want content, buddy? Yeah? You've got yeah? content? Yeah? Wait. You want some content? Let's I got see. your content right here. You want some content? I got some piping hot content. The space chase is on! I'm, I'm, I'm out of theme music, guys. I'm done. <laughs> Oh, it's not that. It's, there's no lore. Oh, sorry. Got it. Use, oh, useless piece of technology. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, I'm going for a quote here. The Ecos Ship Hands Union has been running cargo from planet to planet. There's one thing the alien Ecos know. It's spaceships. How do they use them, live on them, build them, take them apart, and put them back together again? That is going to be part of the theme of the Great Space Chase. You're going to have Benno and Torio, who are two Ecos Ship Hand captains, in both capital city, city near the contract's board. And they're going to ask you to go into and go through these expeditions, and you are going to be able to collect decor, as well as another currency called... Oh, my God, what was the name of it? Um, I forgot the name of it. What's the name of it? Uh, it's not... Oh, I've Shut it. your it's currency another... mouth up. <laughs> it's, Just keep that in mind. It's another currency. And my tablet just totally spaced out on me, and it's... This is what happens when you use new technology. Get wrecked. Uh, Get wrecked. Uh, it's technology! It's not Yay. new! Not even close! Anyway. The Space Chase. You will get these um, toys and models, and the best part is you get a bunch of new decor, and they're they're in cases. So basically, when you get the, the bits you need, you can trade them in for the cases. You have a, a tech shuttle, a racer ship shuttle, and a gunner model ship. They'll come with the ship model itself. They'll come with an NPC for your plot, and you'll also um, you'll also get a whole bunch of really really awesome decor pieces from the tech, the racer, and the gunner. And it's like build a mecha thing. It's, it's super freaking cool. You can use all the parts for the gunner and build the gunner on your plot, or you can like mix and mash all these things from the tech shuttle, the gunner, and whatnot to build your own super mega spaceships or your own mini Gundams if you so choose and want to do that too. <gasps> you can make Gundams on your housing plot. Just realize that right now. That's kind of fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, that's going to be pretty cool, actually. I know that some housing person is going to take that idea and make it come to life in a way that you never could, Doc. Exactly. <laughs> so, that, there is that. And the only way you can get it, all these fragments and eco-chits. That's what it was. Echo-chits. That is... That's dirty. ...an odd name for uh, uh, a currency. It can only be earned by playing in expeditions that are at the correct level range for your character. So, if you're still leveling a character, a space chase is still available to you. So, obviously, the level zones for, like, Fragment 0, 6 through 12, or Space Madness, 29 through 33, you get Echo Chits by going into all of those at the appropriate level. If you're level 50, anytime you go into a veteran expedition, you'll get Echo Chits for all this stuff. And it's going to happen relatively soon, actually, right around and before uh, Winterfest, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it says uh, December 11th, right? Yes. Sorry, I'm trying to get my Twitch back up at the same time so I can talk to people as I'm doing this because this is awesome internet and technology. You 
you succeeded. <laughs> anyway, the great space is on. It'll be coming very soon. So go check that. So a question, guys. How many, without Googling it, how many forms of currency are now in the game? My guess oh, is gosh. 14. 14? So we, we have cash. Okay. We have... Uh, that's it. That's all there is. Done. We have... We have Elder Gems. That's two. Okay, that's two. All right. We have and Coin and Omnibits. And Coin Omnibits. Uh-huh. Renown. Uh, we have Renown. Mm-hmm. Glory. Mm-hmm. Glory. Um, are we counting Seasonals as well? No. No. Okay, so... Uh, is there any more? So Renown, Glory, Prestige, Cash, Elder Gem, Omnibit, and Coin. I feel like there's more. Okay, okay. I, I'm... Oh wait, it, vouchers. So yep, yep. Yeah, vouchers. Vouchers. Oh my god, there's so many. Yeah. So standard, standard currency is your is your money, plat, silver, copper, whatever. Then there's renown, elder gems, glory, prestige, crafting vouchers, influence, omnibits, service tokens, service tokens. Oh yeah. Fortune coins. Fortune coins. Cosmetic points. Cosmetic points. And end coin. End and coin. then now this new currency. Is that 11? So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 currencies. 12. 13 with the new currency. I was super what? fucking close. Yeah. <laughs> granted, granted, Echo Chits will only be around for the duration of the Space Chase, so it goes into the same category as Shades Eve, uh, Slivers, and everything else. So there's that. But still a lot. How many more currencies can we take? Zary Zen, willing to buy more currencies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they're going to have an update, and it's going to be called Currency Consolidation. And all it does <laughs> is going to be the name. It's going to consolidate I want to have like an currencies. exchange rate. Give me an exchange rate where I can oh, exchange right? Elder Gems for Prestige no, or something. No, don't yes. do that. That'll be a spiderweb yes. mess. We'll have to have a whole episode dedicated to explaining the currency oh, exchange. Fantastic. It'll have exactly yeah. zero viewers, including us. Canadian. We'll zone the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how many crafting vouchers I can turn in to get Ancoin. And it was at about this point that my computer decided that it did not want to participate in this week's recording, so it promptly stopped recording audio correctly, and broadcasting audio correctly, and responding to my inputs. Uh, so we took the stream down for about 10 minutes, I restarted my computer, and it all seemed to work fine. There was about 10 minutes of footage that I had to cut out, and so the transition will feel a little bit abrupt, but we did come back and finish out the episode, and here we are. Are back. we? Are we? Yes. We uh, are. The back is uh, here. The back uh, is here. And the Windows Updater is not using 87% yes. of my RAM. Was it really? Oh was that, that, that really was the case? Yep. <laughs> hey, we're actually back. There we go. <sighs> Sorry about that, everybody. Windows Updater really wanted to do something, so... Windows Update waits for no man. Yeah, it, it's like, hey, I see that you're streaming over there. Hey, oh, why don't crap. I take 87% of your RAM? <sighs> <laughs> hey, buddy, I know you're doing something real fast. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'll let you finish, <laughs> but my update reset. had the greatest RAM usage of all time. <laughs> Fucking computers. It's 32 gigabytes! What do you need 87% of 32 gigabytes for? What the fuck's wrong with you? Fucking Very important shit. that we got those. We got that update through. Did it work? I, we don't know. Who cares? Let's Are continue. you updated? Are all your firewalls protected? <laughs> is, is, is McAfee refreshed? All, Did you the only thing I know... Yeah, the only thing I know is that after this, I'm going to go download more RAM. <laughs> So this is going to be a fun one to edit. That's for sure. Only, look, if you want to be safe, if you want to be safe and download more RAM, it has to be through Google Ultron. 
you don't get that joke, look for Google Ultron. It's the best it. web browser experience ever made. Let's uh, continue. I don't think we saw the. <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's whatever. It's pretty fun. Anyway, let's continue with the strange sales in the community this week. We have a few more, few more things to talk about, and then we'll kind of wrap up this week. We really, I really like showcasing um, fan art from the community, whether it's actual physical things like the awesome sword you saw on the streams, or the sweet ass spell slinger pistols we saw last week. This is awesome because there's two things to it. It's a dragon fan art. I believe someone did it for their boyfriend, I believe, or a friend of theirs. Uh, it's from their, it's for a friend's dragon. But the best part about this is the fact that they actually put up a gif of the progress and the the way they created the piece. Now, I always like these kind of videos because uh, people are all like, I want to see your stuff, I want to see your stuff. And when artists put up their progress on it, whether it's like static pictures in a series or whether it's a legit gif progress like this, it's just really cool to see the, the creative process happen. And at least that's just why I like it. Yeah, I think that's why people do the whole uh, drawing on Twitch thing, because a lot of people like to see the oh, talent. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. If you want to showcase this awesome fan art, as always, we can find him. I forgot the name of the character, but the Tumblr is mistressazria.tumblr.com. So go check that out. I believe they have some more artwork there. And finally, for the last little bit of community stuff this week, <sighs> Katya can do no wrong in this game. <laughs> so if you don't know who that is, Katya has created a series of add-ons and has done stuff to housing that are breaking the game in the best of ways. And we say this because she created Wild Ball. Mm-hmm. She, he, I forget if it's she or he. She. But she. She created Wild Ball, allowed you to play soccer in your housing plot. Uh, two on two. They she also created a ton of racing stuff that was possibly the inspiration for the hoverboard races we saw in game Perhaps. officially. Maybe I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes and go ahead and win. Well, officially, we probably couldn't say that, but let's be honest. Uh, she also created a editor in housing that allows you to do stuff like super easily replicating items and creating like spiral staircases really easily. And it seems like every time she creates something, she one ups herself. Yeah, and this is literally one-upping herself completely. So the Grotto, uh, I believe, is a nightclub that people have heard about and said before. It's on Mount Celis's housing plot. It's massive and enormous. This little video we're showing is only a portion of the plot. Of the oh, plot. Yeah. And the Grotto is a dance floor. And the big draw here is Katya helped create the fact that you have a fully interactive DJ booth. Yep. Oh, yeah. You have a dance floor, like a lot of other places have, but she's created a console off to the side. It looks like a DJ booth. With a series of switches, the interactable switches that you get in housing, that all trigger different effects. So it changes the lighting on the dance floor, it'll throw in a smoke, it'll throw in a ton of lighting effects and stuff. This is ridiculous. And if you look closely, uh, occasionally when she actually does flip switches, you'll see the housing editor quickly turn on and off Mm -hmm. to place the item in there, and that's what we're really doing. So whatever script she's doing, it's allowing her to, you know, if X is pressed, then Y happens. So it'll quickly it'll quickly add the uh, the item into the housing plot. So yeah, obviously, and, it's in some kind of editor mode. And what we're looking at right now is uh, a little stick figure that she animates by clicking another set of buttons on the same control console. So, like, when she clicks a button, it does a dance, and when she clicks a different button, it does another dance. We can scroll backwards a little bit to see it again. Yeah, yeah you notice beautiful. the stick figure, and then she'll click on the other button, and then it'll do a little... You'll see the housing editor go... Blurp, 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 <laughs> It's pretty cool, though. She's fucking... She's really good at this. And I think not only is she, like, good at implementing these things, but the ideas she has are really unique and cool and, like, definitely things I never would have thought of. Yeah. 
and they work well with the community, and the community really enjoys it. And the reason why I said the grotto is something you might have been familiar with is it's a subsidiary of the villa. And the villa is a club that constantly does dance nights in game, where you kind of go and role play your character, and you can enjoy the atmosphere and talk to people. And they have DJs that spin online and stuff like that. So the grotto, there it is. The Wild Stars housing's first truly interactive DJ booth. What the crap? That's amazing. Wait for Carbon to copy it. I'm dude. If you could do something like that, can you imagine if the ability to uh, implement that kind of a like, system where you just hit, hit a switch in housing and things pop in and out? That would make races a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm just oh, saying, that'd be fun. <laughs> I'm just how do you do that, please? They're gonna do, they're gonna do wild ball first. I guarantee you. Yeah. They're like they they definitely definitely took the fucking race thing. Definitely. Yeah. Took the race thing. So. But, this whole interactive DJ booth, I really would love to see someone do a racetrack and then have a controller up in like a skybox that literally like Hunger Games this shit. No, it'd be, it would be automatic. Like, it'd be automatic. Like you, you, oh God, you have yeah. two different branching paths, and one of them looks shorter, and then you take it. But then when you pass a certain point, it like like a big hole appears, and you have to like know that you have to jump over it. That'd be cool. Or you hit a trigger and it moves it, and it's actually longer. Yeah, that would be great. Be very be... difficult, but oh. awesome. I mean, Cody has proven time and time again that. It seems like the it seems impossible to create a fully interactive console in housing, and yet she created it. Yep, she's literally doing the impossible in this game. She's breaking this game in like the greatest of ways. <laughs> Someone needs to give them a job. I don't care where. This is the person you want on your dev team to be like, "Hey, this is the system in place. Let's break it and see what happens." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I'm awesome. Things. So go check out the grotto. It is on. Uh, let's see, where is it? Mount Celes, so M-T-C-L-E-S, housing plot on Entity, if I'm not mistaken. So, go check that out. And honestly, other than some more community stuff, I don't believe Kixonex had a, a podcast out in time as, as of this recording. Uh, so, sorry about that. If it is out, I might have missed it. But Wildcast came out this week, and this week it's going to be Avaguru and Chestnut showed up and they recapped Fade Fest. They talked about some of the more recent stuff, like the pets and stuff that we were talking about. So go give them a listen, as always, there. It's a fun, awesome show. We're kind of, like, just cruising at the moment for our, our show. News is pretty much done for the week. I wanted to kind of go back briefly and see what you guys thought about the MMO, the MMO Awards thing. Are there any... Do they mean anything? No. Like, these Best in Game Awards, the Best Community Awards? No, dude. Is there a point to them? I mean, there is a point to them, but it's not for us. It's for the games to advertise, basically. It's the games, and it's for the websites. The websites gain yeah. notoriety of, oh, we gave this group such and such, and, you know, uh, we got all these people to come to our site and vote. And uh, it's good for the games because then they can say, oh, yeah, well, MMORPG.com or MMOSite.com gave us this. Like, it could be like Jim Bob Joe's Backyard MMOs, and they'd still put it out there. You know what I mean? Which which also means uh, that's the name of Q Times end of the year uh, extravaganza. Jim, <laughs> Jim Bob Joe. Jim Bob Joe. MMO of the year. No. <laughs> no. Let's not. Let's super not. I'm super okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. MMO game of the year. We have we should have a character created like Jim Bob. Jim Bob, all he does is gives out awards for random things. No, I think game the most the least this year. I think the most valuable resources for figuring out like what the best MMO is is a like an individual that you trust. So like find a reviewer online that you, that like all they do is review games and then look at their content. See, like find reviews of games that you've already played that they reviewed 
and see how they relate to your thoughts. And then if you find a bunch of opinions that match between you and a reviewer, then that's your dude. And just go to him, because, or sorry, him or her, because they'll have information before you do, because it's like part of their livelihood mm. to review games. Wait for them to get it, wait for them to play it, and then, you know, trust them. And Well, do you feel like these kind of award show, award sites and time frames, do they actually influence you in some of the games you play? Because I've never heard of... Jim Bob's savior or whatever. I mean, Jim Bob really could just be like, yeah, Elder Scrolls was a fantastic game. Here's here's the winner. And I, I sometimes I find myself going, oh, this is a game I've never seen before. Or I totally forgot about this game. I'll go back and play it. Like, I, I've totally I mean, sometimes incidentally. Star Wars until a few months ago, and they're like, hey, Night of the Fallen Empire. But, like, if I see a review from somebody that I've, I've never heard of before or from, like, and maybe this is, like, the conspiracy theorist in me, but I don't trust big sites that are just, like, all we do is write games because I'm, like, go fuck I yourself. Don't trust big sites. Yeah. yeah, it sounds, it sounds really, cons- like, backwoods conspiracy theory status, but... That's... No, no, that makes sense because the thing is they're rating games and they're getting access to games before they're out. So they're they're rating these games, but they have to stay good with these gaming industry, these gaming companies... So I, I I get it. Yeah, it it I just it, like sometimes I'll see posts on those sites and be like, oh, they gave it an eight out of ten. I'm gonna go see what this other guy thinks, and then they'll be like, oh yeah, this is a nine out of ten. This is great, or they'll be like, this is actually ass cabbage. Don't touch it with a ten foot pole. And I'll be like, oh, well, I'm not gonna touch it with a ten foot pole then. I don't care what big. I've always site. had an issue with like general overview. But, but I'm just saying, I did see ass cabbage at the Troob, and they are a great man. <laughs> At the Droob? Local jokes get you oh, local, local gigs. Yeah. yeah I hate you. <laughs> Sorry. My, my, thing, my thing with, with a lot of these reviews and these end-of-the-year award shows is that I wish they had more content to it than just the best of the reasons for this reason. They need more to it. Like, why is this the best community? Not just best community. If they had said, you know, Guild Wars 2 as the best community 2015 because of these reasons... Yeah, I'd be more inclined to take the. To That's take true. This, yeah, they, they're kind of lazy. They're, they're like quantity over quality. Like we're gonna rate every game, but we're not gonna tell you why we rated it that way. Except for yeah, some. And, like we'll tell you why Fallout Four is good, but you already know it's good because it's Fallout fucking Four. It's because that's the game they actually play. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm just, I don't know. It's such an odd thing this time of year, and everyone we just get just get slammed all these end of the year things, and they always feel kind of tacky and and added on and. Stay tuned for Q Times Best of the Year Award 2015. No. Did they finally no. stop the Spike Game Awards? That shit was atrocious. I think they did. Oh, <laughs> the Spike Game Awards is gone, but in its place is a spiritual successor successor of the Video Game Awards. I'm happy because I got Epic Dark Sparky to say Ask Cabbage in chat. That makes me... <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, we're winding down for this week. Uh, there's really not much else going on. We'll give you more stuff, obviously, next week. So we're going to go wind down and close out for the night. Indigo, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at IndigoJonesQT.com or you can email me at Indigo at QTimes.com. Nice. And Krug, where can we find you? You can find me at KrugQT on Twitter. You can also email me my email address is Krug at QTimes.com. That's Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S.com, baby. God, you're so oh, fucking God, creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> oh, it's, I feel dirty. <laughs> hey, Doc, where can we find Stop. you? Stop. Stop. Don't do that anymore. Stop. You can find me at DocUT on Twitter. It's the best way to find me. Just stop. 
so weird. <laughs> and it's not even like I'm not scared of it. It's just the way you. I'm not scared of it. You're trying to weird, convince yourself that you're not afraid. Me out. You're trying to convince yourself that you're not afraid. You're trying to put on a brave I, face. But in reality, I, if I was coming at you in real life, I was just you'd poo in your pants. So you make it weird. Anyway, this is Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode seventy-three. This week, have a fun time, guys. We'll check. We'll check you out next time. We won't check you out. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs>